what up what up what up welcome back to the scorecard the boxing scorecard with your host cedric ben where i ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation not just simply your opinion so this week we had uh the wbc featherweight title championship 126 pounds the big little guys um we had we could pull up pull up the slides now we had mr um mark magseo from the philippines versus ray vargas from mexico uh to give you their stats first uh mark magseo actually you know you know i should start with the scorecard first and then uh then give, then give you their stats so going with the scorecard first um i had a 116 to 111 for mr vargas uh now the specific breakdown um i had five close rounds five rounds marked as as close rounds which means it could have went either way um i get one of the close rounds i gave to magseo and the other four close rounds i gave to um to to mr vargas what up what up carl last bell boxing show in the uk um so yeah that was my scorecard for that and i'll give each round i'm, I'm going to break down each round after i give you the stats on each guy so um mark maxeo 24 wins or going into this fight he was 23 wins with 16 knockouts um and uh and ray vargas came into this fight at with 35 wins with uh 22 knockouts uh their biggest wins for each guy maxeo on the left his biggest win so far was against uh gary russell jr who was who was injured during that fight um but that was his biggest win he's also um had a few good recent knockouts um recent knockouts i think we gave him the knockout of the week uh, one or two times for 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 his fights um and that is the reason why i have to say i, I was actually wrong my in my prediction for this one and i believe the reason why i was wrong is because of recency bias um yeah for for recency bias anyways get into that in a second ray vargas his uh his his last couple of wins um he beat Oscar Negrete. He beat uh, Oscar Negrete and Ronnie Rios. Those are two good wins there. Um, but in those fights, he he got he still got hit a little bit, especially against the one against Oscar Negrete. He got touched up a little bit, so that that kind of went into my factor in my predicting, because I, I was predicting Magseo for the knockout late, late, uh, late, late round knockout, which he did knock him down in the ninth round. So I was <laughs> I was close to being there, but. Um, that was more of my recency bias. Why I was why I, was, why I went with that prediction. Um, so let's break down each round first. Break down each round first, and then uh, and then I'll give my notes. My bad. I know some some everyone's talking in the chat. But you got to give me a second. I got to go through this first, and then I'll go through the the, the questions in the chat. But I appreciate everyone in the chat. Um, yes, yes, my man Mike there. Carl's there too. So. Starting with the first round, first two rounds that marked as close round, um, I just thought Vargas boxed better in that first round. I didn't. I didn't usually. I marked the notes in between rounds, and there's not shorter notes uh, for this week's for this week's fights. I thought Vargas boxed better in that first round. There, um, the second round I also marked as a, as a close round. Um, Vargas was just landing cleaner. I thought Vargas was landing cleaner. Third round, I gave it. Uh, so the first two rounds was for I gave to Vargas. Third round I gave to to Maxeo. Maxeo just was just landing cleaner. Nothing specific, just landing cleaner. Round four I gave to Vargas. Vargas maintained his distance. He's, he was very good at that. 
very good at maintaining his distance. Round five, what we got here. Vargas was doing a perfect job uh, um, of keep maintaining that distance with his educated jet. You know, for for the, for the loyal listeners to the Talk and Fight Boxing Channel, you guys hear me talk about having guys that have an educated jab. So it's not just having, you know, simply just because you have a longer reach than your opponent doesn't mean you're going to be able to take advantage of that. You have to use it properly. And Vargas was was doing a, a great job job of that. Round five, I gave to, to Vargas. Uh, yeah, we don't have to round five. Round six, no notes around that, but... Uh, I gave to to Vargas round seven to Vargas two round seven I marked as a close round, um, close round round eight to Vargas round nine is where he got dropped, and it was very interesting because even though uh, um, Maxeo, like I said, I, I was kind of predicting a late round knockout for Maxeo. Uh, in that ninth round, it was in the last like thirty seconds that he landed a perfect right hand. They both threw a, a, a right hand at the same time, um, but Maxeo's connected. And he dropped him. Vargas obviously still still lasted around and and got up and, and and fought well. Round ten and eleven. Round ten I gave to to Maxeo, but I marked it as a close round. Eleven to Vargas marked it as a close round, and uh, yeah, round twelve to to Vargas too. So final score was one sixteen to one eleven. Um, again, like I said, five of those rounds I had marked as close rounds. So a few a few of the notes that I had. Um, <clears throat> because I overlooked Vargas's experience, he actually has as many knockouts, almost as many knockouts as as uh, as Maxeo has fights. So that that was a big factor into it. Um, one of the things that I noticed about Maxeo, he he does he does a few novice things um, that are kind of telegraph uh, for you know to 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 his opponent. Every time he tries to reset, he'll throw a couple punches and he'll back up and do a little bit of bounce and then stop and then go again. He always he, he'll repeat that specific pattern. Whatever whatever offense he's doing, throw a couple punches, back up, bounce a little bit, stop and then go. Bounce, stop, go. He repeats that pattern over and over again. It's been successful so far in his career, so you know he hasn't really had to correct it. Um, but but Vargas's experience took advantage of that, so. One way that Vargas took advantage of that, every time that that Maxe would would stop to do the bouncy thing, where which basically you're trying to back up to to give yourself, you know, to to catch a break, you know, catch your breath, nothing, you know, keep yourself out of distance. Every time Maxeo would try to back up to do the bouncy thing, Vargas would be right on him, not giving him a chance to to breathe. Um, of course, you don't do the same thing all the time, so he wouldn't do it all the time, but he did it enough to mech, to mess up Maxeo's rhythm. Um, that was one of the things that he did. And then when when Maxeo, so he was sometimes he'd bounce, he would stop and then go. So as soon as he as soon as he would stop, Vargas would pop a jab, which makes you reset again. All right. So yeah, man. Vargas uh, he he showed his, his experience last night. Um in that ninth round, he, he got a little bit careless because they they both threw crosses. Uh, you know, they're both in that orthodox stance. So that right hand coming across your body, Vargas's hand, the only difference was when he threw his, his left hand was down here. So when he threw it, his almost landed, but he got caught at the same time. So I always, you know, little things like that, you got to practice in every aspect of, of your training, whether you're shadow boxing or hitting the bag or on pads with, with, with the coach, making sure, you know, if you're throwing single punches, 
try to make sure that the opposite hand is up. When you're throwing a fast combination, obviously you're 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 going to leave yourself exposed because you're 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 focusing on the offense for those few couple of seconds. But if you're just throwing one punch at a time, whether it's a jab or a cross or a hook, you want to make sure you keep the opposite hand in the defensive position, just in case. Just in case. Um, what else we got here? Okay, let me get get to some of the comments in the chat. Who we got who we got. Uh, what we got, Mike? Coming on here, I uh, <laughs> got up at four thirty. Got it at round six. Um, what we got? What we got? Too much info. Put me off on lunch. What are you guys talking about in the chat, man? Let's let's get focused on the boxing here. <laughs> um, one of the things about uh, about these little guys fighting—I keep calling them little guys—but one hundred twenty-six pounds. They they you know still very good boxers. Um, sometimes it's 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 uh, for the guys that are like anything under one thirty their fights don't get televised as much their fights don't get tele- televised as much so sometimes it's hard to to follow their careers there are some very good boxers in, in those lower weight classes but not all of them are are are, are main events so most of them are, are undercard fights so you know so it's hard to follow their their, their careers um so that might, that might factor into the you know what i'm trying to make predictions for these guys is you know it's hard to, to to do the research on him um you got guys like shakur stevenson as probably as, as far as the guys that are that are the best from uh from 130 from 126 down i should say because this fight was at 126 pounds so uh, um the best guys the number one guy i believe right now is, is shakur stevenson at uh at 126 lee would knock either of them bums out uh, from last night you mean maxeo and vargas that would be an interesting fight. I would like to see uh, uh, um, Lee Wood versus uh, Mike Sayer or Vargas. I wonder what uh, what is Carl. What is Lee Wood's uh, next um, next bout? What is, do you have anything scheduled yet? Let me know. Let me know as I uh, continue on here. Oh, where was I? Oh yeah, the little guy. So I was talking about Shakur Stevenson being the best. I think he's one of the best in, in boxing right now, as far as uh, uh, pound for pound, um, other other little guys. You got Inoue from Japan, who's I believe at one twenty two or something like that. He uh, another good another good boxer. That but it's again it's hard to to watch Inoue's fight because he fights in in Japan. So you know to watch it live, you got to wake up at four or five, which I do get up at that time, but not just casually to watch boxing for work. <laughs> um, you also got uh, Bam Rodriguez at 115 pounds. Another little guy that's that's uh, packs a hard punch, um, has Lomachenko type footwork and skills, with and and a power puncher too. Um, what do we got? What we got, Carl? As he is the WBA super champion, and Lee Wood would be the regular champion. Other names mentioned is uh, in Josh Josh Warrington, okay, or Navarrete. Yes, 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 Navarrete. He definitely would be um, that guy, man. He he's he's a force to be reckoned with because he's a, a hard puncher and also a volume puncher. Sorry, I'm trying to get rid of this glare here. Um, Navarrete, he's a hard puncher and a volume puncher. So yeah, I definitely would like to see a, a Navarrete against one of them guys too. Um, but Lee Wood, yeah, he he he's up there too. Um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if. Uh, if uh, if he'd be able to beat 
Vargas. Like at the same time, like I said, the reason why you know you got to overlook, I kind of overlook Vargas's experience, even though he doesn't have any much big names on his record. He did beat Oscar Negrete and Ronnie Rios has twenty two knockouts out of his thirty six fights, um, but defensive wise, none of these guys defensive wise are are, are are super tight. You guys know how much I emphasize the defense. Um, you know, everyone, everyone, it's easy to get, it's easy to get good at the offense, but the defense is, is really hard. Uh, so, oh, there we go. I think that's better, better angle. Um, so that would be the, 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 the wondering factor of who, uh, you know, who would win. Cause all these guys have different um, offensive wise. They all, they all have that different, different skills. Um, for example, like the fight last night, Maxeo. You know his his main thing is is being a power puncher. He's, you know, the, you could kind of compare him to, to Manny Pacquiao because he, 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 you know, he's he's a power puncher, um, not necessarily a volume puncher, but if he catches you, like he, you know, you're gonna feel it. Vargas, on the other hand, uh, 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 is more of a volume puncher. Volume puncher. He does. You don't really see him knocking down his opponents, but uh, you know. Again, again, it's really the defense that makes makes the difference with all this. Um, Lee Wood, Carl, how what what do you where do you compare Lee Wood's defense in here? Uh, what are you saying in the chat here? Leo Santa Cruz is the main target. WBA needs to strip him if he cannot boil down. Well, he's, he, Santa Cruz is a little bit older too, so it depends. Uh, uh, um, he's a little bit older too. Uh, his last has he fought since he got stopped by by uh, Gervonta Davis? Um, definitely a Hall of Fame Hall of Fame boxer, and that fight that fight was actually at 130 pounds. It wasn't at 135. Um, so that the fight with Leo Santa Cruz and Gervonta Davis, that uh, so a lot of people say that that um. There was the weight difference that made the difference, but it was, you know, Santa Cruz, he was usually at 126. All right, David Chase. All right, you got your scorecard here. Um, 114 to 113. Vargas was my card. Uh, could go around wider or get to 113 with the card for, for Max Ayo. Yeah, like I said, uh, what else you got here? But there was a block of rounds from three to eight that were generally um, easier to call for Vargas than Mark. So I did. Then Mark gave away the 11th and didn't do a whole lot in the 12th. Yep. Um, Mags did land a couple of right hands in those in those frames, so maybe you could make a case for him uh, shading one or two, hence my personal acceptance range. Thank you very much, David Chase. Yes, 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 for your educated opinion there. Um, like I said, my mine was 116-111 for Vargas, but I had five rounds that, that were marked as close rounds which means it could have went either way. So, you know, I, I, I could definitely see how you had that, had the 114 because if, if the, the, I had one, one close round marked for, for Maxeo and the other four close rounds for Vargas. But, you know, if, if, you know, three of those close rounds would have went the other way, then uh, 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 I could have had that same scorecard too. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely ha see how you can have come up with that scorecard too. Thank you very much for your scorecard and, and that uh, educated opinion. Mags, Mike, Mags needs to utilize his jab way more. Yes, he definitely does. He definitely does to set up to set up his power punches, which is his main thing. Um, my man Mike with uh, 
every every day at, at four o'clock and that knockout of the week Sundays at four o'clock. Um, you know, we had uh, Max Sayo on uh, KO of the week uh, once or twice, a couple of weeks, couple of months ago. Um, and, uh, and yeah, <laughs> did uh, Carl is asking, did you score the pool up in Chisor fight? Unfortunately, no, I did not. I was still training at the gym at that time. Um, I had it on, but um, I was just glancing back and forth. I was still training at that time. Um, <laughs> glad for war Chisora. Um, I didn't see it. Uh, did you score though, Carl? How how did how did uh, how did you find them? When I turned it on, it was only like in the in the fourth or fifth round, so I couldn't really, like I said, I couldn't really focus on it. But when the distance, I, I would have thought, I would have thought for sure somebody was gonna get uh, stopped in that fight. Um, I'm assuming there was not a lot of heavy punches landed because uh, both of those guys uh, uh, they don't have the best defense, but they do, but they are heavyweights, so they do punch extra effing hard and so i'm surprised that uh, that fight didn't end in a stoppage yeah 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 um people are saying pull up got robbed well you know again that's why we have this the the scorecard ask people we need people to, to to give their scorecard and their and their explanation right it's easy just to say the people it's easy for someone to say you know just to watch the fight and simply say yeah i thought that guy won but how like how how give some kind of some kind of explanation for your uh for that for that opinion you know so yeah 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 what else we got what else we got give me some more questions in the chat i don't want to end it too early um so yeah this was for the wbc featherweight uh, championship between mark maxeo from the philippines training under freddie roach and that's the other thing too so he's training under freddie roach that uh, that little that little novice, I don't know, just for lack of a better term, that the telegraphing move that I spoke about before, like when he every time he throws a couple of punches, he'll step back and bounce a little bit, and then stop, and then and then start his offense again. Um, I think that's something that he's he's gonna have to correct um, as he's stepping up in competition now. Um, Vargas's experience again took advantage of that multiple times. Uh, and, and I believe that was the number one reason that uh, that Mexeo couldn't couldn't get to Vargas, couldn't get to him. That's that. So we'll see what happens next. So uh, um, there we have it. Uh, Pulev face looks looks damaged. Uh, yeah, it did. And I, I uh, going back to the heavyweight fight with uh, with Pulev and uh, and Chizora, I saw you know sometimes I didn't have the volume on, but you know you, you could just tell by people's expressions how how they did Chizora would just look like he was chilling smiling doing an interview and and I don't even think I don't think Pulev actually stayed for an interview he got out and just walked off right away maybe he was mad and felt he got robbed um Derek uh, Chizora was was riding hard, him hard to the riding hard to the body okay okay it was the body shots that made the difference interesting um Speaking of body shots, this picture that you see on the left right here. Oh, there we go. The nice body shot landed. Uh, yeah, that one too. That was a a, um, a, a shot that Maxeo tried to throw, but uh, Vargas got out of the way. And this one right here, that left hard, left uppercut to the body. Um, you know, that, that, that was a perfect. Just pause that one right there. That is a perfect one. Go back to the last one, please. Yes, exactly. Perfectly landed um, left uppercut to the body, except 
Vargas's right hand should be just a little bit closer to his chin, just a, just a little bit wider. Sometimes, because if because right now, if that if he if he would have missed that left hook, that one that to the body or uppercut, if if Maxey would have like stepped back and uh, and Vargas missed that, he would be wide open for a counter. That's why you always if you're throwing a single punch, make sure the, the opposite hand. Try to make sure the opposite hand is up. All right, all right. We got some more talks in the chat here. What's going on? Where does Dell go next? Um, hope not Wilder. No Wilder. Well, hey man, listen. Wilder needs a a, a, um, a good comeback fight. You know, all all great fighters have have a tune up fight before they uh, um, before they get back into the mix. Especially if you've been off for a while. Um, Wilder's come off of uh, three fights. I don't think he's had any fights. Did he have any fights in between any of the the Fury fights? Uh, did he fight um, the Southpaw, the, the the Southpaw from Cuba? Um, somebody get somebody in the chat. Give me the name. Uh, 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 um, the Southpaw from Cuba. He was losing. He had a rematch with the guy. He lost both of the. He was losing both of the fights, but knocked him out later. Uh, I'm gonna get to that that scorecard in one second, but I need to remember this last this last name. Anyways. My my whole point is Wilder uh, um, should come back with a with a tune up fight first instead of getting right back into the mix. How about uh, how about Del Boy? And what does Del Boy mean anyway, Carl? Please explain that to me. What does that nickname mean, Del Boy? Um, how about Del Boy Chisora, Derek Chisora versus Deontay Wilder? If he loses that, then then both guys should probably pack it in. All right, all right. We got some more scorecards here. Mr. Chris Peters, thank you very much for your scorecard. You had it 116-112 for Vargas. Yep, just like me. Um, no way that was a split decision aside from the knockdown. Vargas controlled the pace and dominated the fight. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't exactly 100% say that he dominated the fight, but he definitely had had control most of the way. Yeah, he yeah, definitely had control most of the way. Um, Maxeo has come... Has some nice pop, but his stamina is terrible, and he can't maintain his volume punching for 12 rounds. He tires. If he had more in the tank, he might have been able to do something. Exactly. And and um, and that's, you know, speaking of more in the tank, that's just something that's 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 just simply more on you, uh, whether it's you doing running more miles or doing more rounds on the bag. You know, that's that's just something that's that has to be in you to do more to be able to maintain that pace. If that's the type of fighter that you want to be, you have to be in the type of condition to be able to maintain that. Um, so exactly, you're exactly right. Whoa, whoa, chats are coming in fast. Let me I even read the other ones yet. How do I go back down? Um, so yeah, you're right in what you were saying. Uh, uh, um, if if you if you're the type of fighter that you want to fight at that pace, you got to be in the condition, the type of condition to be able to maintain that pace. Okay, that's how I go back up. Um, when he stunned Ray, but, uh, I don't think he could, those body shots really zapped him. Uh, yeah, you're saying, so when, when Maxeo hurt Vargas in that ninth round, um, he couldn't really take advantage of it because, uh, the, the, the body shots that Vargas landed slowed down, uh, Maxeo, right? So again, Vargas's experience coming in, um, Carl saying Del Boy, it's London slang famous for. A famous character here in London. Okay, okay. All right, back to the fight. Mags, uh, Mike is saying, 
Mag should have finished Vargas in the ninth when he stunned him. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like my man Chris Peters was just saying, he couldn't take advantage of it because Vargas landed some good body shots earlier that, uh, you know, that slowed down Vargas. Um, Chris Peters back in. Um, if he wants to regain championship, he doesn't like those body shots, though. And Vargas, Navarrete, Figueroa all ripped him. And he needs to use more in-and-out movement like Pacquiao. Yes, yes, uh, Figueroa, too. Um, Figueroa, Navarrete, he's the one. Figueroa, Figueroa is another volume puncher. Um, but Navarrete, he's I, – I, I think Navarrete is even more dangerous because not only is he a volume puncher, but he's a, a power – power puncher power volume puncher um and he's he's someone i'd love to know what navarrete does for his cardio because he does not look like he slows down he he's he's able to maintain that pace through uh through the whole fight um what else we got what else we got uh i'm gonna come back to that Derek Chisora one um navarrete versus vargas versus navarrete unification should happen it will be exciting and interesting that's from david chase yes 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 vargas versus navarrete would definitely be very interesting um i 100 would uh would be ready to watch that one hopefully they make that later on this year that's what vargas wants yeah okay well, did he say that and uh, i didn't listen to the post fight uh press conference yet hope if he said that that is great news um my man Vili, Vinny Ali is coming in about uh, the about Del Boy Derek Trotter more Derek Edward Trotter more commonly known as Del Boy is a fictional character from the BBC sitcom Only Fools and Horses and one of the main characters and spin-off series Rock of Rock and Chips. All right. Thank you very much for that explanation of the nickname Del Boy from uh, Derek Chisora um yeah 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 mike's talking about the unification yeah man unification for uh, uh ray varkas versus navarrete i would love to see that one um what other fights could happen at that uh at that 126 pound division so that's 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 at 126 correct hopefully somebody in the chat can correct that for me that unification between vargas and navarrete that would be at 126 pounds or 122 because and and Shakur Stevenson is uh is is obviously the number one guy at 126 pounds correct or has he moved up to 130 uh sorry again it's hard to keep up with all the the, the little the little the little uh the lower weight classes and uh and their championships what else we got what else we got coming coming close to an end here um I'll wait a few. I'll wait a few more minutes as I'm closing off for any more comments or anything's in any uh, things in the chat. Thank you very much, everyone, for participating. Uh, David Chase, Chris Peters, my man Mike Orr, every day at four, and the knockout of the week. Um, my man Carl from the Last Bell Boxing Show every Thursday. They go live every Thursday. Um, at two, it's 2 p.m. our time. I believe it's 7 p.m. their time. Uh, bon Kiki, what up, what up? <laughs> Ray Vargas versus Leo Santa Cruz for the unification might be in the cards. Um, yes, yes. Just remind me, just remind me again. I guess uh, that would be at 120, 126, or is it the lower one? Um, 
that's I'm assuming you're you're talking about 126. And the one lower than that, anyway, that's he's he's at oops, oh yeah, that sun's really getting there. Anyway's at 122, right? At the one underneath it. Um so yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to get this glare out of here. Yes, yes, I got a fresh cut every once in a while, you know. Every every once in a while. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. It's at 126. Yes, exactly. Um, Carl is saying Santa Cruz is mandated to fight Wood for the WBA. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that would be interesting. Is there? I'm assuming there's. He's been mandated, but there's no there's no set date yet for that. Um, hopefully that could happen later on this year. Uh, so many great fights to make at 126. Yep, 100. I agree, man. Definitely agree. I just wish they they would televise more televise more of them so that people could they could get more to be to be more known as as household names uh which would obviously help them help them uh financially too um chris peters vargas's reach skill and iq are nightmares for anyone that's at featherweight yeah exactly exactly and he put that on display last night like i said my my uh my prediction I, I was wrong in my prediction, and I blame myself for having recency bias because I was just going by how how uh, how Maxeo has been looking lately. Um, again, and with that fight with Gary Russell, uh, which and you guys know Gary Russell, he was you could visibly see that his shoulder was was hurt. And you know what? That just reminds me of one thing. I apologize for going a little bit off topic for this, but. Uh, I don't know why this just came to my head. You know, when, when Manny Pacquiao was talking about his shoulder was hurt against Floyd Mayweather, there was no, absolutely no indication at all during the fight that his shoulder was hurting him. That's why I don't believe it. Going back to this fight now, Gary Russell and other times, I'm sure, you know, that's just one example. You guys have seen, you've been watching boxing for a long time. You've seen guys that have actually hurt their shoulder. You, They show visible signs that their shoulders hurt. You know, just talk, say afterwards that, anyways. So in that Gary Russell fight, you could visibly see that his shoulder was bothering him. Um, Mike Sayo did get did get did get the win, so you still have to credit him for the win. Um, and he does; you could see that he has some good power because he did knock out some 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 guys too. So that was that was going off that. But I was, I was what I did what what I overlooked was Vargas's experience. That's what I overlooked, and that's really what what took happen. Um, what else we got? What else we got about the fight here? Uh, 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 so the Earl Spence and Crawford fight will happen in the fall. Man, I don't even, I don't even get involved in all that rumor stuff. I just when it happens, when they set the date for it, that's when we'll talk about it. I don't even, I don't even talk about the the whole back and forth and all the rumors. That's just a waste of time. Um, working through the splits at the minute. What does that mean, Carl? Uh, Pacquiao, bonky key facts. Pacquiao had a million excuses. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, man. This 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 fight. Um, what we got here? David Chase is coming in with El Leo Santa Cruz has to fight Wood, so Vargas needs to do something in the meantime. I'd be fine with uh, who's GRJ Vargas, but I prefer Figueroa and Vargas. Okay, okay. Who just t- let me know who GRJ G- is. Um, Vargas would not have to reach with that. Vargas would not have to reach advantage for once, and Figueroa would drag him to hell. Um, yes, but but the thing with with Figueroa, 
Um, I agree with you. Vigoro, he he never gets tired. I, that's he's another one I'd love to do. I'd love to know what he does for his cardio because he the pace that he's able to maintain throughout his throughout all of his fights. I'd love to know what he does for his cardio. Um, oh, Gary Russell Jr. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, oh, comments are flying. Let me let me catch up. Let me catch up. So let me read that again. So David Chase said Leo Santa Cruz has to fight Wood, so Vargas needs to do something in the meantime. I'd be fine with um Gary Russell Jr. versus Vargas, but I'd prefer Virgo Figueroa versus Vargas. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, now that I understand what the names that you're saying. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, first of all, Gary Russell needs to be busier. The guy only fights like once a year, you know. And I mentioned it. The guys in the lower weight class, in the lower weight classes, they don't get that much publicity. So you can't just be fighting once a year and complaining that. Anyways, Gary, he needs to be more busier. So yes, let's get Gary Russell Jr. versus Vargas because that would put him that win right there. If he beats, if he if he beats Vargas, that would put him right back into the mix again. Um, Lee Wood, Carl says Lee Wood versus Santa Cruz. They are they are working on the split in terms of purses. Oh, okay, okay, I got you. Um, okay, so that that looks more realistic as to what's gonna happen next for. The next big fight down there for at 126 Wood versus Santa Cruz. Uh, Carl, where do you think that fight's gonna happen in the UK or or stateside? Has Lee Wood ever fought in uh, in uh, in the states, or his whole career has been over there? Um, my man Mike Orr says I like Vargas. Ver I like Vargas versus Figueroa match as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That that definitely would be interesting because it. Vargas versus versus Figueroa would be very interesting because it would, we would get to see if if um, if Vargas would be able to maintain that educated distance and educated jab that he's that he's known for because Figueroa is even though he's a tall guy he's one of those tall guys that doesn't care to use his reach he just wants to he just wants to to, to overwhelm you he just wants to overwhelm you with punches. So that would be an interesting mix right there. My man Carl says, I think Vegas uh Vargas has no has no he hasn't fought in the States. I think Vargas oh, I think Vegas and no he hasn't fought in the States. Um oh, okay, so Lee Wood versus Santa Cruz. That that would be Lee Wood's uh, introduction to to the States. That would be interesting. Um if he if he can get that win, that would be a big win, not only for his his uh, his his career, but you know for his uh, for his profile, like financially, that would be a big win for for Lee Wood. If he can come to the states and and get that win against Leo Santa Cruz, who's a already a Hall of Fame boxer, that would be a a, a big win for for Lee Wood's profile financially. That'd be a big win for him. Um, haven't spoken to Lee Wood. Vegas is on his bucket list. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. You did speak to Lee Wood, um, Carl. Let just to give the details about uh, about the last bell boxing show in the in the in the chat. Everyone in the chat, so everyone can see it again. Uh, one of the best boxing shows out there from the UK. My man Carl and Andy, last bell boxing show. Um, so yeah, man. Lots lots of lots of busy things at the at the at this 126 pound division. And that's what we got. Uh, that's what we got for today. Thank you again. Oh, we got some more. Okay, we got another scorecard here. My man Frank Sorelli, uh, you had it 
116 to 111 for Vargas. Yep, yep. I'm sure there were a few rounds where Maxeo landed uh, the better shots, but he was getting outworked and outlanded at a two to one ratio. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, I could see how he had it like that. I had it, yeah, 116 to, was it 116 or one? Yeah, one sixteen to one eleven, because uh, that that knockdown in the round in, in the ninth round. Um, so thank you very much, Frank Cirilli. Um, I'm not I'm not sure if you just hopped on now or if you listened to the to the to to the whole show. But what uh, Frank? What do you? What other fights would you like to see? At um, what other fights would you like to see at one twenty six pounds? We talked about uh, people talk people that in the in the chat mentioned Gary Russell versus Vargas. Uh, 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 Figueroa versus Vargas, um, Lee Wood versus Santa Cruz is look, likely to be the next one coming up. I was excited for that one too. Um, Frank work, Frank Sorelli saying after seeing how Maxeo looked fighting and earned Gary Russell, even oh Gary Russell, you want to see Maxeo versus Gary Russell? You know he definitely won. I just fought. I just fought Vargas. I thought Vargas would just outbox him, and he did that for most of the fight. Yeah. After seeing Maxeo looking, fighting, and earned. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what Vargas did. He he just outboxed him. He outboxed him for uh, uh for most of the fight. Um, Frank is also saying Russell looked a sluggish to start then hurt his shoulder and stopped throwing his lead hand in the seventh round. Yeah, you're talking about uh, the Russell fight when Gary Russell fought uh, Maxeo. Yeah, he um, – well, again, I guess I guess Russell's sluggish start has to do with the fact that, you know, again, he only fights once a year. I know he's in the gym all the time, whether he's, whether he's uh, training himself or training his four other brothers that are pro boxers too, or I think it's three of them that are pro boxers. Um, and rest in peace to his pops who taught all of them that just passed away a few months ago. But anyway, um, in that fight, yeah, he, he stopped throwing his lead hand because he hurt his shoulder, but he still made it. It was still a competitive fight. Just think about that. And and Maxey was notice, noticeably bigger too. He, he's a, not only is a power puncher, but he, he just he looks like a big guy. You can see you can see in that Gary Russell fight that Gary Russell was a smaller guy, um, and for most of the fight. He was fighting off of uh, oh, uh, for most of the fight he was fighting in um, with that with that hurt hand, uh, with his hurt shoulder, and still made it a competitive fight. So, uh, uh, shout out to Gary Russell Jr. Who hopefully he can come back soon, and hopefully he can fight at least twice a year to get you know to get more back into the mix. Um, so yeah, so. Thank you very much once again. This is probably the most participation that we've had in, in the chat. Uh, thank you very much to, to Dave Chase, Chris Peters, Frank Cirelli, my man Mike Orr, my man Carl. Thank you, everyone that's listening. Um, if you haven't done yet, please like the please like the please like and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. Every Sunday, every Sunday, 9:30 a.m. Canadian Eastern Time. If you can't find the show live, you could find it on any podcast platform possible. Talk and Fight. Uh, yeah, Talk and Fight YouTube channel. Um, you can find me on any any uh, any social media at Cedric Sports. On most social medias at Cedric Sports. 
Uh, we got a couple more chats before I jump out here. Maxell style of jumping in and jumping is irritating and not modern championship quality. Yes, Frank, I mentioned that earlier that he does he does a, a, a little bit of a novice thing where he'll jump back and he'll do a little bit of offense, jump back to bounce a little bit and then stop and then go again. Jump back, relax, stop and then go again. And he kept repeating that pattern and Vargas just took advantage of that. Every time he would, he would step back to relax, Vargas would just stay right on him. Or sometimes he'd mix it up and, and wait for him to stop. And as soon as Maxe would stop and get ready to come forward, Vargas would pop a jab and make him have to reset again. Um, so, yeah. All right, man. I'm out. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. At Sadri Sports, any social media. i see you guys next week. Scorecard. Peace.